eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Pac's What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I was talking to my dad about it too because we watched the game together and I was just saying, do you remember like the 2014 game the Packers and Jets played at Lambeau and they were down like 21 to zero at the half and Rodgers led a comeback and obviously 2014 is eight years removed from the season, different head coach, different players, Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb saved the day then. So it's, it's different, but yeah, I mean, 21 points down at half, you were like, whatever. We saw him do it against the Bears a couple of years ago. Like, it's, yeah. Look, I was at the game four years ago at MetLife where the Packers mm-hmm. won in overtime to Devonta Adams' walk-off. That game did not matter. That game simply did not matter. The Packers were not going to, this, to the playoffs. Joe Philbin was in as interim head coach. And everyone said, why is Rodgers playing? This is ridiculous. He, sh- he could get hurt. And he went out there and he fought for his team. He fought for that win, even when fans were like, just tank for the draft pick. And they that team had heart. That team Mm -hmm. played a bad Jets team. They were an average team at best that season. And they went out there and they said, hell no, we're going to win this game because we are the Green Bay effing Packers. And even though we're away and even though this doesn't matter, we're going to play our asses off and get this win in overtime. And they did. And like that is what I keep thinking about is that it's the energy. It's the opposite. The season and this season matters. This game matters. They their window supposedly going into the season was still open to do something with right they extended Rodgers they paid him for a reason and it just didn't it didn't feel the same it didn't feel the same at all yeah and I mean we knew we were going to deal with this every year until he does end up retiring anyway but the fact that you know the the national media is all about Rodgers like being pretty convinced that he's going to retire at the end of the season like is this what you want like to to fizzle out to the point where you get to the playoffs in the NFC Championship game, you run it back a couple of years, and then you're like, "All right, well, glad I came back for one year, and we went eight and nine, or nine and eight, or you know, just barely wild card exit. Don't even have a home playoff game 
and things fizzle. And I know that there's a lot of like nobody has the Cinderella story anymore. Very few quarterbacks get the the Manning treatment or the Elway treatment, but it's just frustrating. I understand that he's always been kind of a quiet leader. Like he's not a rah rah guy. Rogers has never been a rah rah guy. He's not the Brett Favre throw you over his shoulder and run with you kind of kind of leader. But there's so many leaders on the team, like Mercedes Lewis and it felt like last season, everyone was like, we got to get these guys a ring. We got to get these guys a ring. And that was like the talk of the locker room was guys like Big Dog, guys like David Bakhtiari, guys like Randall Cobb. Like, we play for them. Got to get them a ring. This season, it just feels like, yeah, we know who we are, and we're still waiting to put that on tape for other people to see. Yeah. Well, well you're going into week seven, so you, <laughs> you got to playing for. I guess that's right. what I would ask, like – it's kind of a bit of a rhetorical question because obviously the answer is everyone's playing for a Super Bowl. But like truly, what is this team playing for right now? Because it's not looking like you are actually playing for anything. And I, I do want to give some credit to the defense because because yeah. you know there's so much to talk about on offense. But I mean we've we've mentioned it and that the defense played great in the first half. Barry actually, like you said, came out and made adjustments. You saw Ja follow their number one. You saw Ja play in the slot. You saw Rashawn Gary wrecking up front. Jets don't have a very good offensive line. You know, you you saw the things that everyone's been asking Joe Barry to do until a little bit at the end. But at the same time, what do you expect from them? And I actually don't want to make the argument that they were gassed because to be quite honest with you, they weren't. They only played mm-hmm. like 60 snaps, I think, something like that. So that wasn't the problem. I think the problem is just how are you supposed to keep playing when your offense can't get anything right. done? Um, and I said it like Lambeau was getting loud when they were on defense. I mean, people were standing, people were cheering. I don't know if you could hear it on the broadcast, but it really did feel like the fans were trying um, and we're doing everything that this team has asked for. There was no wave. There was no wave, not a single <laughs> wave, right? Like, and in the fourth quarter, it's just like, we can't even cheer when the defense is on the field anymore because what's going to happen? Yeah. And I mean, it's it's tough because for talking about third down efficiency, the, the Packers gave up one third down. The Jets yeah. were able to convert one of 11. And they're still, the Green Bay defense is still number one in the league in third down defense. But first that just the- means that they're converting on first and second, which is not good. Fair. I But I mean, if you look at the way that they performed in the first half, no. Yeah. So, I mean, like I get, I get the argument 100%, but it just, it's, how do you write the ship? You know, like, I think that's the problem is, and then up until now it was like, Hey, at least we got Pat O'Donnell and he's going to pin them inside their own 10. And then the dam breaks. For, that's just that's what this game felt like. It felt like the dam just continuously breaking, and then the defense would like put a couple sticks in there, and then the dam would break again. And then you know the offense had the Lazard touchdown, and it's like, all right, a couple sticks are back, and then another dam. Like they keep saying we haven't played a complete game, and I don't know when they will, and I don't know how they will, and I don't know what the answer is. Like, is the answer to go beat up a really bad Commanders team? Because if they don't win by two scores, then the questions are more like wow, are the Packers that bad that they're, you know, going head yeah. to head with, it? you know, like. It... But those are valid questions, I think, at yeah. this point, to be quite honest with you, because the only team that they beat up are the Bears and the Bears might be the worst team in the league. So, yeah, I just think uh, you've heard this a lot around the league. And I do want to point out that 
Packers look bad. There are a lot of other supposed NFC contenders going into the season that also look bad, right? The the Bucks lost. They're having their own issues. The Rams are having their own issues. So this isn't like a solely Packers thing. I know this is a Packers show, but I do feel like mm-hmm. perspective is important. We care only about the Packers being good, but perspective, like things are shifting in the league right now. But there was a lot of talk, my point being, of like having to look in the mirror, mm-hmm. right? You heard it from Todd Bowles. You heard it from Tom Brady. You've heard it like all over the league. And I just think the Packers need to do some soul searching. Like Rogers talked about like the words that they use in manifestation. He got a lot of like people were making fun of him on Twitter for it. But I actually like very much agree with him. I think your attitude and the way you talk about yourself and what energy you put out there, and what energy has been put out in the locker room really, really, really matters. Like maybe this team needs to do like a bonding retreat. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Like maybe Matt LaFleur has to like take these guys and go remind them that they're a brotherhood and that they play for each other and that like, right. Like they need something. They need some juice because they have to go into Washington and they have to demolish this team. Like there just has to be some kind of momentum swing. Maybe demolish is the wrong word, but, but beat them, show them, show the league, show themselves, show themselves that they're a better team than this horrible Washington team. Yeah, I'm glad you did mention that, though, because I I wanted to do the same thing and just say, like, both Super Bowl teams from last season are 3-3. Three and three. The Cardinals are 2-4. and four. Like, you know, I mean, the, the Vikings Ravens are... lost to the Giants. Yeah, the, the Giants are a positive surprise. The Jets are a positive surprise. Bucks not playing as well. San Francisco 49ers, we, you know, had as a contender. They're three and three. Vikings are a surprise to be five and one right now, which, yes, I agree with the face. It's not pleasant. Gross. But yeah, but I mean, they're, it's anybody's season. You know, we've still got 11 games to play. The Packers, and, you know, I say this, you know, kind of facetiously, could still go. 14 and three, like, you know, they're, you're three and three right now. We saw them run the table a couple years ago when they said like, Hey, we believe in ourselves. We really think we can run the table and get into the playoffs. And then they did. So it's like, you know, I know Rogers doesn't say like relax and he doesn't have like these quotes anymore, but remember when Matt LaFleur would come out and say like all gas, no break. And like, there were like these mantras that the team could get behind. There's no mantra this year. There's nothing like the only, (laughs) the only mantra we have is, it's not good enough. And that's that can't be your that can't be a rallying cry. You can't wow. say it's not good enough and then go win a football game. This is the first time, I think, in a long time that I don't know what exactly I would suggest for this Packers team. Because at the end of the McCarthy era, it you can debate the way they did it, right? But it was time. It, w- it was time for a change. It was clear it wasn't working. And they brought LaFleur in. And ever since then, it feels like every season has been building, like building towards something, right? Like 2019 was like, okay, we're back. We're back in it. 
Rogers is still Rogers, and 2020 and 2021 were we can do this. Should have. Yeah. Should have been the year. Should should have, for sure. Is a tough league to win in. Mm-hmm. But it felt like they were building towards something. And then this season comes and it's like, wait, <laughs> no, 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 don't slide. We're not sliding back down the mountain. Like we have to keep climbing. Yeah. And I think that's what's what's tough too is I'm not concerned about Matt LaFleur. I, I'm not calling for his head. I think he Me is going to be in Green Bay long after Aaron Rodgers retires. Like, I think whether it's Jordan Love, whoever the quarterback is, like, it'll be fun to see a quarterback not named Aaron Rodgers in Matt LaFleur's scheme. Like, those kinds of things excite me about the future. And I'm not trying to look past the season, but I just mean, like, when we talk about what this scheme can be and how you operate and run the scheme, seeing a quarterback that is, like, true to the LaFleur scheme is going to be really fun. But that's a conversation for the offseason. Um, it's just it, – it just goes back to the adversity. We talked about it at the top of the show. We've talked about it for the entire season. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers had said, like, with this idea of simplifying, it's the same thing that happened to them every season so far, is they get too big and they need to simplify. And I don't know if he's taking shots at the scheme specifically or, you know, they they were critiquing all the motion use yeah. today online. Like, whatever it is. I don't know if he's – I, I think him and Matt have too good of a relationship for him to be openly critiquing him is my take. I I agree like to an extent to just if if their idea is to simplify, if, if that's what you want and you say it's the same critique for every season, then why isn't it getting done? Like I understand that Rogers can't overrule the head coach, but is it like a communication thing? Something needs to happen where you you just said that it's been an issue for the last three seasons. How is it still an issue going into the fourth season then if your critique is still every time you lose to say we need to simplify, we're trying to do too much? Then stop. Stop trying to do too much every time you get down a score. Like that's, I don't know. It's, it's like you said, it's the definition of insanity. Yeah. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 